people we are fourth cut reviews i'm your host ej leeson and welcome back to the show and with me today is my co-host my man with the plan the little apple scrapple chris conforti what's going on bro Eh, not too much just hanging out you know trying to get through this crazy crazy world still oh my gosh you're telling me man you're telling me um so what's new and in beautiful and nothing we just uh we finished decorating which is kind of cool we have a yeah we have a 22 foot santa which is kind of cool in our side yard and a couple of jack skellington inflatables that's it that's that's pretty much it that's great man that's great at least you're in the christmas spirit um trying yeah you got an early start which is great um and talk oh so Let's, you know, let's not hold out any longer. Let's get right into some Christmas talk. Uh, so as the listeners have been listening, um, obviously we're doing Christmas movies all of December. And some are <laughs> horror movie Christmas movies. Some are action Christmas movies. Some are Hallmark Christmas movies. But <laughs> this one falls along the lines of a Christmas diehard Home Alone type movie and today ladies and gentlemen we're talking about deadly games yes so so deadly games so this movie i had actually never heard of this movie before and it came across a friend of mine who likes foreign films actually posted it and said well i just watched this movie and it looks like home alone may have ripped it off and i'm going okay that's a pretty that's a pretty tall thing to be saying there because Home Alone for me, is like, yeah, yeah, like I, I feel like like Home Alone's like one of those movies that I feel like are universally loved, and I just I don't know if I could be friends with somebody that did not like Home Alone, right? Like, there's just it's just a a movie that I feel like is universally loved. I haven't met anybody that hates Home Alone yet, right? But, that's how I yeah. found out about this movie, and I, I believe I, as soon as I saw the trailer to it, I think I sent it to you, and I was like, yo, we have to watch this movie and review it, because my friend just said that Home Alone ripped it off. Yes, yeah, which I immediately was like, oh, it's French? Cool. Uh, didn't know that. <laughs> Actually, no, you know what was really funny? Is you sent it and you're like, well, we got to review this movie. Apparently, it ripped off Home Alone, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and so I remember, uh, you telling me you're like, yeah, it's on Amazon Shutter, and so you can watch it on that. And so I put it on, and immediately I was like, wait a second, uh, this movie's in French, okay. <laughs> I wish I had a better heads up about that. No, not that I mind. I, I don't mind. I love foreign films. So I, I didn't mind that part 
at all. If, if you try to IMDb this movie, you won't actually find it under Deadly Games. It's under Deadly Games on Shudder. But uh, if you go on IMDb, you'll find it under Game Over. Um, it's And here's the conflicting part. <laughs> it said IMDb, it gives 1989 that it came out. On Shudder, it says 1990. Um so I'm not really sure which year it is that it came out, but one may be maybe the year it came out in France uh, or I, I don't know. Uh, I'd probably guess that that would be the reason. Now, yeah. what what date did it give? Was it 1990 or 1989? IMDb, Those are the two, right? Right. IMDb list 1989. And then 1990 is listed for Deadly Games on Shudder. So it's a really weird because, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, normally movies don't get it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever encountered that. Most of the time, even, like, foreign films are listed uh, as the date it cl- it came out for, I don't know, universally, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, this is the first time I've ever seen that. So now, yeah, this, the original French title. This, does this predate Home Alone, or do they come out in the same year? I, I think Home Alone was nineteen ninety. Yeah, I think Home Alone was nineteen ninety. So there's a chance maybe this came out December of eighty nine, and Home Alone was December of ninety. Do you know what I mean? Um, there's the the possibility of that, or it, it, this came out early nineteen ninety, and Home Alone late 90 but by the time you make a film and edit it and then put it out to distribute right i i don't think home alone ripped this movie off and that's my opinion but i think there it are things. a lot of similarities uh which we'll get into the i think french, it lifted right yeah like the french title for this film is called 3615 uh code pele noel translated 3615 Code Father Christmas. Like I said, you could stream this on Amazon uh, Shutter. Um, this movie was written and directed by Renee Manzer. Uh, and so that's cool. So it, this is all the director's perspective. Uh, so he's kind of responsible for not only the dialogue in the film, but also the way it looks. And so, yeah, so I'll get into the premise of the film. Basically, on Christmas Eve, a resourceful young boy has to defend himself and his grandfather from a killer dressed as Santa Claus. So at that point, there are like he booby traps the house and he is defending the house himself and his grandfather included. But that's where I would draw the line as far as. I mean, like, obviously it's on Christmas Eve, right? And Home Alone takes place mostly December, like the the last week of December, basically. And uh, the, the climax of Home Alone obviously happens on Christmas Eve. So that where Kevin McAllister, a little kid, defends his house against robbers. Now, I, I believe our listeners would probably be more familiar with Home Alone than Deadly Games. Yeah. I would, would agree with you on it. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you on it, but that's to me. I, I feel like that's a kind of a big similarity. Now I don't know if it was if it was taken maliciously from it or if it derived any type of inspiration for it I, I'll or tell you or anything stole, like that. Yeah, no, I I'll tell you who stole something in this movie. <laughs> um, but okay, first off, this movie starts. And you get to see this guy and he goes to play with these kids in the snow and they're all throwing snowballs at each other. And he goes and he picks up a snowball and he goes to throw it at the kids and he does. And then they all run away, leaving him by himself. Now, who is this guy? We don't know, (laughs) but (laughs) there's something really off about this guy. Right from the beginning, you're like, what's going on with this guy? Then it cuts over to the little kid the star of the movie and this kid literally has the worst haircut i've ever seen in my entire life it's it's like a it's like a like a mini mullet it's no okay yes yes it is like a a long mullet it's a really long mullet but here's the so a lot of times when you see a mullet and i'm sure a lot of people are familiar with mullets obviously the haircut is short on the side, mostly like buzzed, and then it's long in the back, right? This kid had like a normal haircut. If you looked at him f- from the front, it looks like a normal haircut because it's like grown in on the sides. Like it's almost like a bowl cut in the front, and then it's super long in the back. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so <laughs> yeah. weird. I've never seen a haircut like that in my entire <laughs> life. I- it was the worst. Um, So he wakes up and he's getting ready. Like, and it shows, like, he's really into, like, military stuff. He's dressed up as Rambo. And it plays this song. And this is what I'm talking about, Rip Off. It clearly rips off Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. It's like, That's 100%. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, Except it features Christmas lyrics. So most of it's <laughs> in, in French. And then I'll go, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that was like definitely was like a ridiculous thing. Now with the with the kid, right? Yes. The best way that I could explain this kid to me, and I like French films, I like all foreign films, so that doesn't get a knock for me. But the the kid kind of acts like, and I just thought of this. He kind of acts like Bam Bam in the Flintstones movie. Oh, with 100%. John Goodman. Like he just like runs through the house, like just like doing <laughs> stupid stuff. Also, let's talk about this, like. What the hell does he live in? Okay, like is that like a, like a castle on top of a castle? Like, did he get this castle from like the the place that Jack bought his magical beans? Like, what is that? So he lives in this. What house. is that? It's it, a castle. Yeah, and it's like a giant mansion, right? Except I don't even think that that's there's like a warehouse inside of it. <laughs> like the thing's like a thousand feet tall. Yeah, it doesn't make sense because. Like, you know how he goes to his room and then he, like, has that trap door that leads to his play area, which is, like, this giant warehouse. And it has, like, a plane inside of it, um, a little uh, bridge, like, that he walks across. And I'm like, like what the nobody hell found is this house? Like, why does this kid get all of that space? Like, what? <laughs> what does his mom do? Like well, they kind of a, well, they kind of allude that nobody even knows about it, though, right? Because right. the grandfather is completely clueless on it. Yeah, I don't understand. 
Uh, okay, this kid. Yeah, you're right about the Bam Bam Flintstone uh, thing, because <laughs> oh my gosh, a hundred percent like Bam Bam Rubble, like ah, uh, like no doubt. And <laughs> okay, this part really irks me. So when he walks his grandfather, he wait like his mom's like, go wake up your grandfather and bring him down for breakfast, right? So he wakes oh, him up. I know this he, part. He handcuffs him and walks him down to the basement. And um, he literally says this line, and it's translated. So uh, it says, I brought you this half-diabetic prisoner. I'm like, why don't you just say, hey, I woke up Grandpa, and I brought him down for breakfast. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did he say that line? Like, I, uh, I don't know. So some of this stuff in this movie, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like, it starts off like, a, like, I don't know, like it. It starts off like it has promise, especially when you hear that, um, especially that you hear that it is kind of like a Home Alone ripoff. Right. But I, I think I agree with you. I mean, I, 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 I like personally don't think that the movie was stolen purposely. I, I, I don't right. even say stolen because it's well, so it, I, I feel like if you were to ask anybody and this is where I think it, it comes in. If you were to ask anybody, name me the Christmas movie where a little kid booby traps his house and only like the main part of it is close to home alone goes full on like Rambo against a set of intruders or an intruder. I think everybody would say is most likely home alone. Right. I think everyone would say that. And I think that's, that's kind of where the, I think the comparison stop. The kid doesn't even have a millionth, a millionth percentile of the charm that Macaulay Culkin has. Right. The villain, which is probably God, I don't even want to know if I want to say he's the best part of it because that's where another difference with it is Harry and Marv are kind of like the lovable losers. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they're kind of like the lovable losers. Yet, where they're not somebody necessarily that you root. Like, so you root against them, but you don't root against them if that makes sense. Like you don't really like <laughs> if they got away. I don't think anybody would care. Yeah. Whereas the villain in this is a sexual predator, so you kind of want him to die. Yeah, and, and he is probably the best part of this movie, like Deadly, Pro- like Deadly Games. The guy he dresses up as Santa Claus, and he even like spray paints his beard white and his hair. And because before that, he kind of looks like a WWF wrestler. <laughs> like I don't know. You know who he looks it. like? I, you would you would know this. You would definitely know this. I'm not sure if you caught this because it. He looks exactly like Jack Elam, who was in a lot of the westerns. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he. I actually he thought it was him. Like someone, yeah. I I was like leaning towards. Um, I think his name was like Billy Jack in wrestling. I I forget. Like in the eighties, I just remember my brother having a toy, and I'm like, oh, he kind of looks like him. But I just like okay. He's the best part of the movie. For me, yes, I thought even though you know he's a good villain, like he was a really cool, almost Michael Myers type villain, and so to me, he's the most interesting part of the movie. And, and the movie, I mean, the charm, the charm of this movie is the setting, you know, in the time period, and it was in that like sweet age of like the late eighties, early nineties, which is a plus for this film because you could tell like at that time, movie studios would give you know, a pretty decent budget to a lot of these horror movies that were coming out at that eight, like at that time period. 
because horror movies at that time period were super popular. I think the eighties might've been like the most popular time for horror films. So a lot of studios were like, yeah, let's take a chance on it, you know? And so they would bump up the budget for that, like for movies like this, the look and aesthetic of the film is really, really, really good. I, even the cinematography is phenomenal. The directing is pretty, pretty awesome too. Um, so there, there's a lot going for it. Story is just very flat. I don't know. I, and, and I, you know, to defend John Hughes a little bit, John Hughes was inspired by Macaulay Culkin in Uncle Buck. Cause he, he was like, Oh, he, he really liked how Macaulay Culkin was like asking all these questions in to Uncle Buck when he first got there that he was like, Oh, that'd be an interesting story. Like this little kid defending his house. So he was inspired a couple of years earlier than Home Alone. You know what I mean? So um, that's my defense against that. But I could see people maybe comparing the two. You know, I don't know. It's an easy, it, it is an easy comparison to compare the two. But when you start actually comparing like the movies and not base it specifically on the plot. I mean, Home Alone's a much better movie than <laughs> this is. And to be fair, I think if, so if one already has a knock on it, which is in American sense anyway, a lot of people don't like foreign films because they don't like reading the subtitles. Right. So that already has a knock on it in most cases. Um, of course, you have like the cinephiles like you, me. That's not a knock on it at all for us. Right. We can watch Japanese movies, Italian movies, French movies, you know, what have you. Right. But. I think at a certain point, it just, I, it just like, and granted, now maybe it's a, I guess I don't know what the director was going for. I guess that's my, my thing. So like Home Alone, it's, it's like a family Christmas movie. This is like a, a horror Christmas movie, but the kid is like Bam Bam running through the house. Yeah. And it's just like, like, it, like I have no vested interest in this kid. I mean, you know, of course I'm hoping he gets the sexual, like, you know, like he stops the sexual predator right. from getting him. But like if he if he like they both fell off the that hundred foot castle, I don't think I would have cared. And the grandfather is like kind of useless too. Like I don't like him at all. Well, yeah, he, so, I feel like he like holds back the story. Yeah, um, I I think what the difference the you know for me too is the main kid that <laughs> he just didn't have a personality that was. He just didn't have a personality. You know what I mean? Like, it, he was just like, I like war. And, and that was about it. <laughs> like, he was just so... Uh, weird. Just weird. Yeah, just weird, not interesting. You know, like, there was no, no appeal to him. It was just very a very flat character. And where, you know, Kevin McAllister has, you know, he doesn't like his family, and then he grows to miss his family you know what i mean he has this great character arc where this kid he just hates everyone he has no arc yeah he treats his mom terrible he treats his grandfather terrible this guy shows up and then he yeah he saves his grandfather or trying to save his grandfather but he still has like a, a shitty personality i don't know it's just like or no personality really but it's just i don't know like it, you as a writer, I think it's kind of you want to make your character a, a little bit of appealing, you know, like a, a lot of times you want 
that character to be your Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz or your Alice in Wonderland, where you're, you're putting this character out there that everyone can relate to and you root for that character in, in this strange world. And so you have this main character that no one's going to relate to. <laughs> and you put him no, in this no strange one. world and you're like, yeah, I don't really care like what happens to this kid. No, like just like he's just like like a lunatic. And like Yeah. Like he's just like and he like I said, he runs to the house like bam bam and he's just like he's like not likable, he's not relatable. Right. And you I kinda like and I also felt like the pacing of the movie was really off. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the pacing was real like another thing that this movie because like a half hour too long like maybe like a half hour to 45 minutes yeah. it's just been scrapped uh, i agree with that because it, it actually took me two viewings because i remember the first time you you were like hey how how's that movie i'm like man i fell asleep it was maybe like 20 or 30 minutes in so then i had to rewatch it and then <laughs> again i was like almost dozing off as i was watching this movie and the pacing is just, it's not, yeah, it's just not, I don't know. Um, it's not terrible. It's just not the greatest. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of fluff in there that could have been cut out. There was <laughs> just a, a like, it, it just, I don't know. The best thing I can say is it kind of just drags. Like, if I'm watching a movie and I'm, like, not tired, but now I'm starting to doze off. Yeah. It's, there's something going on there. and. It just, I don't know, for me, it wasn't, first off, it was a, it was a fight to get everybody to sit down and watch the movie, because, like I said, not a lot of people like foreign films, right. so I had a fight to get everybody to sit down there and watch it, and I premised it by the same way that I premised it to you. I said, well, don't you want to watch the film that Home Alone ripped off? And everyone was like, well, let's watch that. Right. Granted, I never saw the movie. This was my first inkling into it, too. One person fell asleep really quickly. The second person didn't pay attention throughout the whole thing. And then there's me, who is trying to pay attention, <laughs> trying to find every possible way to like this movie. And I didn't hate the movie, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I didn't hate it. I just didn't like it. It just, it, it's, it exists. Like, that's the best way I can yeah. put it. It's a movie that exists. I will never probably watch it again. I doubt that this is going to be for the people that are listening to this. This is not going to be a mainstay in your Christmas rotation. Right. I, there's, like, the only way I would watch this is if, like, we were to make, like, a bad dub of this film. You know, like, goofing around. Uh, yeah, we could talk about, like, the, like the, the parent, too. Like, the, like, like her, his, so his mom, yeah. right? Like, she's, like, completely okay with this kid dressing up like he's um rem like commando and like running through the house creating these like booby traps <laughs> yes. i've never seen like such a lenient parent in my life can you imagine like like at your house building like 10 trap doors and having like your mother be completely okay with yes yeah. and using them and, and catching your dog in them like all the time and throwing like toy grenades at yeah him. Uh, so it, it opens where this kid he wakes up in his airplane and not like a kid's like bed. Literally it's, it's a, a giant airplane that someone could fly 
and he wakes up and he goes about like dressing up as Rambo and, and it shows him kind of working out to this eye of the tiger theme ripoff. Um, and then the, one of the first things he does, he has this dog and he's like trying to throw a grenade at it. And the dog like runs out like down the hallway and then the kid presses uh, like this button on his wristwatch and, and like the this, the predator here yeah. now. And then the trap door opens and the dog falls in. And I'm like, I don't I don't like this kid. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I, like, I, don't, I don't know. I, let's let's okay, let's talk about the rating. It, it just it, Yeah, what are you giving it? I'm curious. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll have you go first. Uh, I'm curious. Okay, so for me this <laughs> this is a little low tier uh, for me. I Like I said, there is a little bit of charm, and I think the charm for me is is the setting and the time period this movie was made. Um, and I give credit to the... I, the directing is not bad, and the cinematography looks cool. I It's just the, the lead... Well, the main antagonist, he was phenomenal, but I'm going to have to go really low and give this maybe a 3.5. Wow. I'm very close to you. Yeah? I I gave it a 3.8. Wow. Wow. This is like, I think, the first time that we're, like, super close. Usually we're, like, like either a point or or something. And now for, for those that don't know us or know how we do these... We do not talk about any of these movies until the show. Right. So, I mean, granted, you're going to get movies that we've seen and we kind of have an idea. Last Christmas, of course, um, you know, we've already going to hear that podcast already. If you listen to it, of course, like we know that we both love that. But like some of these newer movies that we're seeing, we're not talking to each other about them. So their take is as fresh from us as it possibly can be. So when we're going, wow, that's actually like a realistic thing from both of us because I don't know what he's given any of these movies and he doesn't know what I'm going on any of these movies. So that was the first time that we're like point, what, three away from yeah. each other. I, I, it, honestly, I had written like 3.5 to 3.7. It was like right in that range for me. Uh, but I, I went a little lower after talking because I was like oh, right here like right in that range but uh after talking about it i'm like no nah, it's a 3.5 if you want to watch this movie okay but this is a skip for me i i would say you're you could just go about your life this movie exists it's there if you ever want to watch it but there's a lot of other things i would definitely recommend over this so if you're looking at us to make your movie recommendation for you. If your choice is Home Alone or Deadly Games, just go Home just Alone, man. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. I, I, I know I know your dander's probably up from listening to this podcast and you're gonna probably go, Oh wow, this looks like it's this looks like a really messed up movie. <laughs> and you might you might think it's a messed up movie and you might want to watch right. it. But if I had to tell you this is probably the first time you've heard of this movie. You've existed your entire life until this moment. 
without ever hearing of this movie. And you could probably just go on the rest of your life and forget about this yes. movie. Because I'm going to try to do yes. that. Same. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, yes, I do. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, so if you guys want, uh, I have another podcast. It's called River Dudes. I talk about the show Riverdale on the CW. It's uh, basically a show based on the Archie comics about Archie, Jughead, Betty, Veronica. Um, it's kind of like a murder mystery show. And then me and my friend Ross will talk about it. And of course, we got, you know, Chris will pop on and he did a bunch of episodes. Um, yeah, just me and my friends talking about Riverdale. It's called River Dudes. And you can find it anywhere you listen to your podcast. Also, nice. Yeah, anything else? I also want to plug my friend's music, Adam Farley Music. That again, you can find wherever you listen to music. I recommend Hold On Blue Eyes and Daddy's a Little Girl. They're my two favorite tracks um, of his. And they're so, so good. He's so phenomenal at making music. And he's non-genre because he could go from pop to rock to, like, I don't know. He's all over. And so he's just awesome. So check out his music. Nice. I could also co-sign that. His music is pretty cool, and River Dudes is pretty cool as yes. well. On my end here, of course, you know, you could just go to Instagram.com slash Fourth Cut Reviews. Leave us a comment. Um, you know, you could participate in our polls. Um, just pretty much everything that we do rotates through Instagram. Right. And uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much all and that Chris I have. Chris will share this kid's haircut. <laughs> You're going to share a photo. Yes, I will share the <laughs> yes. haircut. Share a photo of that kid and that haircut of his because it is the best. With that being said, Chris, you want to close this out, bud? Sure. Thank you again for listening to us here at Fourth Cut Reviews. I'm Chris. That's my co-host, EJ. And we're a cut above the rest. Mm-hmm.